New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday morning at seven o'clock on the mountain time zone. And that means it is time for ministers talking shit. Uh, you get me today as Rev Z is away on uh, other business and some travel and not able to be with us this morning. And I neglected to schedule a, uh, a, a co-host. <laughs> I neglected to schedule a guest to be with us. So. Uh, that's okay. That's how it happens. Uh, sometimes you get one minister, sometimes you get three ministers, no matter what it is, you get something and, uh, we talk about whatever we want to talk about. That's the premise of this program is an opportunity to have a conversation. So, uh, as it is myself, I will have a conversation with myself. I said to myself, I said, or we can have a conversation in the chat box. So feel free to chat along, chime along. Uh, let me know where you're from. Let me know what's in your heart, what's going on for you today uh, as we go along. Now, I do have, you know, <clears throat> I wouldn't really be doing my job if I didn't have something to talk about. Uh, and I do. Um, the first thing I want to chat about this morning is Lahaina. Um, good morning, Linda. Come back to Lahaina in the morning. In the moment. Good morning. Good to see you, dear one. Grateful you're with us. Thanks so much for being a part of the family here. Um, so, um, I've never been to Hawaii. I've never been to Maui. I've seen plenty of pictures. I've pl seen plenty of movies. I've heard plenty of stories. Um, and there, in the center of Lahaina, there is a hundred and five-year-old banyan tree. Uh, that many affectionately refer to as the Bodhi tree. It's not the Bodhi tree, but a lot of people affectionately call it the Bodhi tree. Um, a 150-year-old banyan tree, many believe to be the oldest uh, living banyan tree in the plant, on the planet, and uh, it has been nurtured by the residents of Lahaina all that time. Uh, there's pictures of it being planted as a sapling, and... Uh, the community has shaped this tree to be an icon of its community. Here's the good news. The banyan tree in Lahaina, Hawaii is still standing. Uh, reports are and images show uh, that it is still standing. It has been charred. Uh, now, that's not unusual for very old and large trees. They often survive fires and uh, 
and uh, and that I believe will will continue to be a symbol of Lahaina and its commitment to itself. If the, if the banyan tree is standing, the community will make a return. And my heart aches for the lives that have moved into other dimensions of livingness, for those that are here mourning those lives, for the families that have been torn apart, for all the possessions and such that have been lost, all the memories that are now scarred. Uh, I don't ever want to go through something like what the people of Lahaina are going through right now. And, um, and so we send a blessing their way today. We send a blessing their way today. We, we add them to our prayers and we come to a consciousness of knowing that regardless of the appearances, regardless of the horrendous appearance and what we see in the pictures and in the news, this thing called God, this oneness that we profess we be to believe in, well, we also know it to be eternal life. And so even in the midst of what is complete devastation, there is life and life everlasting and that life shall renew itself. The banyan tree stands as a symbol of that renewed life. And so I'm going to say it, folks, if if you've got an opportunity uh, to spend money on a vacation, go do it in Maui. Um, go do it in Lahaina. Go spend your money. If you can donate, donate. And if not, and you can spend money, go spend your money with that community that will put it to great use, I am sure. Whatever funds are coming their way, they're going to put it to great use. They spent 150 years shaping a tree into an icon of their city, and it remains. So our prayers remain with Lahaina as well. Uh, continuing on. Some may know, and, and uh, I'm going to talk about this in the next, for the next few weeks probably. Um, some may know that uh, the ninth convening of the Parliament of World Religions happens next week in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, and New Thought Media Network will be there. We will be recording in re uh, a documentary, uh, and we will be doing a little bit of reporting uh, from the, the, the Parliament. Uh, this is actually a really big deal. So if you don't know the history, <clears throat> the first Parliament was held in 1893 uh, as part of the World's Fair. Uh, it is uh, 
in, in that is where Yogananda was introduced to America. And that is what many considered the birthplace uh, and the birth moment, the birth of the modern day interfaith movement. And it is a massive symposium parliament to bring together the world's religions to learn from each other. Um, and much of what this year, this convening is about, and they call them convenings because they don't happen on a regular basis. The first one happened in 1893. The second one happened in 1993. So um, it was really, for many, it was a one-time event until, uh, in, until the early 90s when the idea came together to have another one. Uh, there's been a handful since. Um, there was one in uh, Salt Lake City in 2015. Uh, I was unable to attend that one. There was one in uh, in Toronto in 2018. And it was at that convening that New Thought was declared, New Thought was declared a world religion. And so this is the first time that New Thought has been a new, a world religion, considered a world religion coming in the door. And so that is the question. Are we truly a world religion? Do we stand shoulder to shoulder with the other world religions that are, are going to be and that will, are represented at this event? Now, interestingly, it was recently heard that New Thought has the lar second largest contingency of people attending this parliament. And when you, you register, you check off a box, you know, with what religion you adhere to or believe in. And uh, my understanding is that New Thought is has the second largest number of registrants. And this is a this is an event that sells out a good portion of McCormick Place. It sells out all of McCormick Place in Chicago, uh, three floors of the convention center. Uh, four major hotels, uh, and much, much more. And in this, we get to immerse ourselves in the deeper questions of how we work together. Uh, Centers for Spiritual Living has this concept of uh, a world that works for everybody. Sharif Abdullah said it as a world that works for all. And, uh, and by the way, we have Sharif Abdullah scheduled for an interview on New Thought Today uh, coming up later this month or next month. It's in September. Uh, Sharif Abdullah is going to be with us for an in-depth interview on, uh, on the future of spirituality and New Thought, if you will. So plan for that. That's going to be a really fun one, actually. Uh, let me, uh, I'll look that up here if I get a second and uh, let you know the date for that. So... Attending the parliament is a really big thing. And earlier today, I was kicking around and uh, I was over on the NPR website and I found an article uh, that speaks to that, the Parliament of World Religions. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, I click on the link and I start listening and wouldn't you know it, there's Reverend Dr. Michael Be Bernard Beckwith sharing a quote and sharing his wisdom in the heart of this piece. Pretty cool stuff. I'm going to put the, the uh, link up there. I know you won't be able to scratch all that down, or maybe you will. 
Uh, I'm also going to post it in the links in the comments as well. So uh, it uh, it doesn't show up in all the groups and in all the ways that you might be seeing this. So if you're on a page where you're not seeing it, my apologies. If you're on a page where you are seeing it, you should have a link. Um, you can go take a li listen to that a little later. It's a short story. It's only a, uh, just under four minutes long. So, um, And it's fun to hear and to see new thought get national press in a way such as this. I, uh, I'll get this, the, the, the wonderful honor and get a chance to be able to connect with Reverend Michael this next week. I'm sure he's going to be very, very busy. New Thought has a whole bunch of different, uh, we've got 10 different booths. We've got a faith room. Uh, we've got probably a dozen or more workshops on the program on the throughout the week uh there is so much to see and experience uh we're not going to bring it all to you <laughs> not at least live uh but again we are going to try to do some live spot uh pop-up experiences and uh along the way also uh we are recording and we're documenting for a documentary film uh, the documentary is our intention is to release that no later uh, than Thanksgiving. So uh, we really encourage you to keep an eye out for that. Okay. So one of the other things that I think, wow, there's just so much that's happening in our world that I think is important for us to pay attention to. Um, it, and, and I don't, how do I say this? I'm not trying to be political. I really don't, I don't look at the way the world operates. I mean, I, I understand and I do watch how the world operates in liberal versus conservative and so on and so forth. And, Yes, I have liberal, very liberal thinking, and I'm always and I'm always looking for where do we find that both and um, the balance between the two, and um, well, anyway, new reports by ProPublica of. Uh, Insane, just increasing numbers of vacations and benefits and trips and cash equivalent experiences that <laughs> that have been accepted by the, by Justice Thomas on the Supreme Court. Um, new reports and and new allegations surfacing through again ProPublica, who's been leading the charge in this. And to me, there, there just needs to be a both and that says, is it not time for this man to admit he took advantage of the system and retire? Um, confidence in the courts are at an all-time low by reports that I see. And I can't see that as what wants to be happening with the judicial system here in the United States. I think it is time for a new look at how 
judges are appointed and how judges are confirmed. And to for for America to consider, is there a way to truly divorce our judicial system from our partisan legislative system? I know, big, big constitutional questions here on a Friday morning, huh? But these are the, that this is what, what, when I hear these news stories, when I see, read these stories and pay attention to what's happening, it leads me to these bigger questions. Love to hear what you think. Should Justice Thomas just retire? Or is there enough evidence to impeach him? And would that do any good anyway? <laughs> Love to hear from you on this. I think, I know, we are at a great turning point in human consciousness. We've been feeling it coming. <laughs> there it is. Impeach. Yes, Raymond. Thank you for that. Raymond, we got to get you scheduled on here on a Friday morning sometime again soon. And for those that uh, love our dear brother Raymond, he will be with us tomorrow morning on the Science of Mind and Spirit Conversation Series. Uh, happens at 9 o'clock on Saturday mornings. And we're now exploring... Uh, we've moved beyond the textbook, and we're now exploring the science of mind uh, through the lens of the archives. And so, uh, Brother Raymond, Reverend Dr. Brother Raymond, will be with us on uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, that's Saturday morning at 9 a.m. All right. So, is there a both and with Justice Thomas? Both. Uh, an admittance or and a retirement uh, or an impeachment. It's uh, it would appear the man knowingly broke the rules. And it's not like these are rules that are set upon him. These are rules that he agrees to. And I've often had that conversation with ministers. How do we, how do we hold someone accountable from within an organization such as New Thought that teaches it's all good and it's all happening for our highest and best and some goods emerging out of it some way. How do we hold each other accountable to that? And um, you know, the answer is easy. We make ethical agreements. As ministers of the Centers for Spiritual Living, we sign uh, ethical agreements. We, we pledge to uh, live by a code of conduct, and uh, and that is the same in, with the Supreme Court. And if you're not listening, living by those ethics, by those agreements, then you know it, and your colleagues know it. Linda says, sadly, it is essential that a Supreme Court's justices must abide by ethical standards. Yes, Thomas should be impeached. So we, we are calling for what we're doing here, right, is not political. 
were calling for either Thomas to resign from the bench. And he, he does that. He doesn't actually have to go on record and admit he broke all the rules. He can just resign and resign quietly and be done. Or we must, as a as people, call for an ethical investigation, and that's an impeachment. That's what that is. Impeachment is is call is a prosecution for crimes, for breaking the ethical standards and the ethical agreements that he signed when he took the office, when he took the position. Most people I know that get caught with their fingers in the cookie jar, as it were, tend to try to go away quietly. And there seems to be a rising tide of conservative-leaning individuals and leaders that don't want to go away when they're caught breaking the law. You all know who we're talking about. I don't say his name anymore, so. He who shall not be named. Now, in that case, there's nothing for him to resign from because he isn't an elected official of anything at this point. He's just a loudmouth shouting in the wind. To increasingly smaller and smaller groups of individuals that are increasingly representing less and less of the true desires of this country. I believe we, not just America either, by the way, this is happening in other countries, this is happening in other places, it's just below the surface in other places. I believe we are on the precipice of a great transformation in consciousness a great transformation where we are where new thought is not just recognized as a global force for good but is celebrated that that is lifted up as an example for future generations of how collectively humanity can work together this central belief that we hold that we are one deeply we are one remember folks i put you know we got that deeply we are one i don't, I don't have a picture of it in the in the but we've got that concept of deeply we are one From that oneness, I, I, I'm required to have compassion for people like Justice Thomas who, who have gone off the rails, who have lost grip with reality, who have uh, seeked, who have sought to use the principles towards nefarious means or towards nefarious experiences. 
But that doesn't mean that we allow the behaviors to continue. Yes, Wade, we work, we work collectively. We ought to, we do, we need more of. We're made, all made of stars, exactly. And in 1893, at the first convening of what, well, at the, at the Parliament of World Religions, because they didn't know there would be future convenings, at the Parliament of World's Religions, this modern concept of oneness, of interfaith, came together. And, you know, it spawned some great thinkers because as I say the word interfaith, I also have to think of intrafaith. And intrafaith speaks of having shared experiences, spiritual experiences across traditions. Not just, and that is what I believe also the modern interfaith movement has become as well. It's We're going to share experiences. I'm going to... I'm going to sit in on lectures and and shared spiritual experiences by some of the greatest teachers of some of the greatest philosophies and movements and organizations that I don't know. I know Buddhism from a 30,000 foot view, but I don't practice it very often. And And I will get to this week. We will have lunch with with the six every probably every day. Because they make great food and they feed everybody lunch and that's their thing. And in that we learn more of their philosophy, of their belief systems, of their own ethics. And this year, the parliament, a big, huge piece of it is all around ethics. A global ethic. Yes, Linda, all paths lead to the one. No question about it. Absolutely. No question about it. And we come and and tens of thousands. <laughs> all right. Not that many different paths. But um, well, if we count individuals, tens of thousands of different paths will convene together in a in a joyous and transformative experience of our brothers and sisters and friends and neighbors and those we don't know yet. No matter what story we want to pick, climate change causing wildfires in Hawaii, corrupt political actors misusing the law for their own ends, stories of meteor showers and, <laughs> and football, Condolences to the American women's soccer team. Such a hard loss. Uh. My family had an experience last night, and my wife wrote about it on Facebook this morning, and I hadn't connected the dots the way she did. Um, but I think she did a masterful job, and I want to so I wanna I wanna reiterate the story. Uh, and this was a teaching that we originally received uh, when we were at the Salt Lake Center for Spiritual Living. Reverend Donald Graves shared this story a couple of different times. And um, the way the story is, he he had a flat tire and was in a nice suit 
on his way to a fancy event and stopped in to pick up something at a, at a shop real quick. Uh, I think it was flowers and came out and had a flat tire. Went back in, asked the shop clerk if he could, took off his jacket, took off his shirt, went back out in his undershirt and slacks and changed the tire. When he got done, he came back in to retrieve his, his clothes and the shop owner is aghast. You didn't swear, you didn't scream, you didn't make a big deal out of it. He said, it's just a flat tire. Here's the important part. I choose to let micro in I choose not to let micro inconveniences ruin my day. I choose not to let a micro inconvenience ruin my day. Now Lahaina is not a micro inconvenience. The fact that someone recently uh replace the toilet in my upstairs bathroom uh, with a unit that is either defective and they didn't catch it or whatever, but was cracked and was leaking water into the ceiling above our downstairs bathroom. And now both bathrooms are pretty much closed. We can use one. But one of them is going to take some serious fixing. And we didn't scream and we didn't yell and we didn't make a big deal out of the fact that we all have to share one bathroom now for a couple of days. And we didn't make a big deal about the fact that um, any of it. On the grand scale of life, what we experienced was a micro inconvenience. And I'm not going to let it ruin my day. And I'm not going to let it ruin my experience. And I'm not going to let it ruin my opportunity to go sit at the feet of masters and convene with open-hearted, open-minded interfaith luminaries and students of all stripe. You know, this is a little different than our normal experience of ministers talking bleep, talking shit. Good friend of mine refers to this show as ministers talking stuff. Uh, as you go through the rest of this day, as you go through this weekend, until we're together again, I want to invite you to consider that for the most part, the inconveniences in our lives are minor. And not to let that ruin your entire day. Change the things you can. Let your voice be heard. If you're not registered to vote, register. And then vote. A lot of people out there telling you what to vote for. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for or what to vote for. I'm just going to tell you to vote. According to your ethics. According to the agreements you have made with yourself, with your soul. I believe if you're sitting here, I know which way you're voting. Perhaps I'm wrong. Regardless, we're here to have a conversation. We're open to, to exploring 
what wants to be known. We're open to exploring how exactly do we create a world that works for all, all life. I think we know what those answers are inside and, and we're working to bring those forth into experience. We say prayers for those whose lives have been touched by climate change and natural disasters. And we lift in ourselves a vision of who we have really come here to be. Spiritual beings having a spiritual experience in a human construct. Pretty fun if you ask me. I'm going to get out of here for now, folks. Thanks for being with us. Do stay tuned throughout the day. Seku writes and Be Your Own Hero is up next. Morning prayers are at 8.15, 8.30. It's Red Melissa with the morning sip. 9 o'clock, Emma Moreno is here with Spanish language programming. 9.30, Spanish language prayer broadcast. My gosh, how much do we do these days? Uh, 10 o'clock, practicing infinite possibilities or PIP with Lindsay Leinbach. Hey, keep your eyes open on the 12 o'clock hour on Fridays, coming in just another couple weeks. On the 25th, we premiere Wham! We Are Miracles with Shay Davis. That's going to be a great new program. I'm really going to, uh, I'm looking forward to what this, uh, what this is going to be. So discover our miracles Fridays at noon. We Are Miracles. Wham! With Shay Davis. Uh, plan to join us for that starting on the 25th. Uh, later today, it is the Joy Show at 1 o'clock with Reverend Barbara. And Reverend Barbara is sitting in for me on the good news tonight. So join her at 5 p.m. Mountain Time for the good news. Reverend Michael's got the fireside chat at 6. And we close out the day with more prayers at 8.15 p.m. as we do every day. So uh, stay with us. It is a huge day of broadcasting here on the New Thought Media Network. I mean, just look at that schedule. Getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. More and more spots filling up. Set yourself free with Martha Creek coming in September. Girls behaving metaphysically, making its return to the airwaves later this fall. All kinds of good stuff happening around the New Thought Media Network. All right, I better get out of here or we're going to lose time. I love you. You are amazing. I look forward to being with you again real soon. And until then, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>